The Persistent and Nasty podcast is a series of interviews and informal discussions with inspiring women and other marginalised voices in theatre, film and beyond. From actors to activists, we aim to amplify these voices and invite the world to stay nasty. gorgeous lot and welcome to our very first persistent and ghastly. How are we all doing? We have decided to give you a Halloween spectacular. That's maybe pushing it a little bit but it's definitely a Halloween themed episode. We are talking about all sorts of spooky things. We are talking about our favourite Halloween films, um, great books for you to read, maybe TV shows. We possibly talk about ghost experiences. Who knows? So, disclaimer, the three of us, shock horror, were having a drink over Zoom while we recorded this. And um, when when we stopped recording, we were at three hours <laughs> and 20 minutes. So, you lucky people are getting a bonus episode, which is going to drop tomorrow, the 31st of October. <clears throat> Exciting times. Um, so this is fun this part filled with us swearing a lot, um, so little heads up on that. Um, you'll notice that the sponsors weren't in today just because I wanted you to hear the fabulous uh, adaptation of our theme tunes. Thank you very much much to Chris Gorman of Chris Gorman Sounds. Um, yeah, but uh, we still have our same uh, offers for you guys. There is still 25% off with We Edition. Um, type in nasty 25 um, at checkout and as always go to the description of the episode and get the link for backstage for our actors that's 12 months free subscription to backstage you get and casting directors if you type in persistent and nasty you will get free castings um, on backstage um as always guys follow us on all social media twitter at Persistent Nasty, Instagram at Persistent and Nasty, Facebook Persistent and Nasty, and send us a wee email if you so desire to Persistent and Nasty at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this is really great. It was really great fun for the three of us to just uh, get dressed up and have a chat and. Um, yeah, it was really nice. Um, I would like to say that I'm about a bottle of wine in at about 58 minutes on this version timestamp and I keep calling turn of the screw, turning of the screw. I do know it's turn of the screw. Lou was beautiful and did try to alert me to my mistake, but hey, bottle of red wine later, that was not happening. Anyway, I hope you're all well and whatever your plans are for Halloween, I hope you enjoy them. Have as much fun as you can because we all need it right now. But no matter what, be safe, be kind to one another, wash your hands and wear a mask. So I suggest, yeah, a nice red wine, maybe a little rum, maybe... Maybe, oh, I don't, oh, maybe some tequila, practical magic style, yeah, whatever you have, I hope you enjoy this episode and watch out for your bonus episode tomorrow, sit back, relax and enjoy. You can gin. straight, but I've got an apple in it, so it's one of my five a day. <laughs> you are hardcore, my dear, I love it. <laughs> it's got to be hardcore, it's Halloween. Where are you right now? Oh, I've turned my camera around from what you usually see. I'm in my dining room at, at home and bigger, but usually I face the other way. Okay. But it turns out the bookshelf that's usually behind me is like a dramatic prop actually <laughs> opens out into a desk. So I'm now 
at a real desk, but you get to see instead my dramatic wallpaper, which I, I say is my dramatic wallpaper. It's my mum and stepdad's. I couldn't afford this wallpaper. It's uh, it's very dramatic. I love it. It makes I you look like you're in some it. kind of grand hall of a, a manor house. Yeah, and especially with this creepy doll's house in the corner, I just thought it was a really nice atmosphere. This is a good vibe. <laughs> it's very much like a good vibe. Lou, the way you're dressed and the way you're styled would fit really well into this room right now. I feel like I could just float through and ask if anyone has seen my estranged husband and then float out again. Like holding holding my my goblet of wine. Okay, I'm going to take a picture of us all just so people can reference this moment. Okay, hang on, I need to puff up my sleeves. (laughs) My sleeves have got puffy bits and they're they're important. Fabulous. (laughs) I want to get my earring in. Stunning. I think that was some of our best work. <laughs> I mean, we're doing very well. Oh, well. we are dramatic as all hell. <laughs> Happy Halloween. I am so excited. This is the podcast recording I've been waiting for all year. This is my favourite time of year. I've got my candle lit. I've got my crystal, my amethyst with me. I just, I'm so excited. I'm beside myself. I love it. I mean, I've yeah. always got a crystal with me. They're always in my boobs. So, you know, yeah, well, in my bra, crystal. not in my boob. In yeah, my in bra. Always, yeah. Always a crystal close, close to my heart. Yeah. Under my kit. And you're my you're... Halloween meals for like two weeks now. So, you know. Oh, nice. What's, let's mm. bring them closer. Bring them closer. Oh, yes. Oh, that's stunning. Swin nails have done very well again. Mm-hmm. Swin nails. Support small businesses, people, and they're a bunch of babes. I think, yeah, yeah. uh, yeah. fully endorsed by the persistent and nasty coven. If their waiting list wasn't so long and my nails weren't so short. Well, the thing is, just now, because of COVID, loads of people obviously are cancelling. So keep a wee eye on the Insta. Get on the waiting list, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. And well, welcome to Persistent effort. and Nasty, or Persistent and Spooky, Gasly, Gooly. I think I like Gooly, Persistent and Gooly. That makes me feel. That makes me sound like test. Um, makes me sound that makes me think of testicles. Okay, not go- oh, <laughs> I, just, I like I your Gooly's. Gooly's, yeah. Okay. I mean, most of our Scottish listeners will not remotely understand that, but all of our Scottish listeners will get that. So yeah. not gooly, ghoulies. Persistent and... Persistent and... Persistent and ghastly was pretty good. Yeah, persistent and ghastly, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, or persistent and gruesome. Oh, I think it needs, the, it needs the E at the end, the sort of Y sound, I think. Okay, um, I'll sign out from now on. Yeah, you're, you're done, you're out. <laughs> Persistent and haunting? No. Maybe persistent persistent and spooky. Persistent and ghastly. Persistent and gory. Persistent and... We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Persistent and terrifying. Yeah. We don't need to brainstorm this for our listeners right now. I mean, I'm sure they want to hear it, though. Maybe we could put it to a vote. Oh, we could do a little vote, yeah. Yeah, yeah. On the social, so we'll pick like our top three at the end, and then we'll we'll put it out as a wee extra one, and everybody gets to vote for yeah. Halloween. Okay, that Halloween podcast. Fun. Here we are. Whoop whoop. <laughs> Very exciting. Uh, what have you all been doing for spooky season? Have you been watching any horror films or summoning any demons? Like what's been happening? I, I feel like I summon demons regularly. <laughs> Yeah, I started light this season with just the scary movies. I thought that I would just build it up from there. Um, Yeah, me and Anya got some really good like horror movies in at the beginning of October. And so we watched Mm -hmm. it. We watched... Wait, wait, wait. Uh, The original or the remake? It was the remake we watched, actually. And I wasn't sure about that because I usually am an original gal. But I quite liked it, you know, really liked it. Oh, it's um, good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the remake, actually. But yes, carry on. Um, you might need to come back to me because I've now forgotten the rest of my list. <laughs> well, we know as much as I absolutely love this season, I can't do horror. No, pet. I know. Like, I can't do it. I, horror I, I listeners. Love it. I, I, love, <laughs> I, don't I love it know. too much. 
they live it. Like, oh God. That's a good point. That's a really good point. With everything that we're going through right now, do we really need to be scaring ourselves shitless any more than what we feel when we wake up in the morning? Um, But for our listeners who don't know, Elaine can't even talk about this stuff. Like if we're talking about spooky things. Which is really bizarre because why did we invite her onto this podcast today, Luke? Why is she here? Really good point. Why is she here? But I am a fan of true crime though. Fair. That that and, that counts as scary. And um podcasts all of the above. And I did I, I did watch Blair Witch Project. which is a huge thing for me as we've spoke about on this podcast before because I saw it on Halloween um, in the cinema in Kilmarnock at the 12 o'clock showing with my friends and when I was like 17 and I haven't been able to watch it since because I shat myself so much and was terrified Um, I watched it I'm actually really proud of myself I was not scared (laughs) Good. I'm really proud of you too because I like I consume a lot of horror and it takes quite a bit to scare me and that one's up there that one's up there in the top four or five of the of the ones that legitimately scared me when I first saw them and still scare me to this day so I'm yeah. very impressed um, yeah no I was okay I am um, yeah I think what it, it was really interesting watching it again and obviously with how much we've moved on in general, but how fucking genius it was. Oh my God. So ahead of its time in so many ways. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I think that's, that's... You've not seen it? Oh, Misha. Every time. <laughs> no, this is great though, because you can do it on, like, save it for Halloween itself, because there's a full moon and everything. Yeah, uh-huh. it's a blue yeah. full moon, people. Yeah. Yeah, that's so get... Good. Get all cosy and turn off the lights. I was actually just going to spend the blue full moon trying to close whatever hell's portal has fucking opened this year. (laughs) As much as I would love to indulge in a scary movie, I feel like I'll use my witch powers just to try and close up this fucking... I think every witch on the planet is going to be doing Yeah, channeling a lot of energy into closing the hellmouth, which for some reason has picked 2020 to open. I mean, it's, it's it makes sense. Twenty twenty. It's a sort of you know. If I was picking any year, it would have been twenty yeah. twenty. I know. Somebody beat Buffy. We need her more than ever. Where are the Slayers <laughs> when you need them? <laughs> but I will be watching. I have already watched Adam's Family. Great classic. I will, because Morticia is life goals. Mm-hmm. Um, as is Wednesday Adams. Um, I will be watching Adam's Family Values because uh, if people haven't seen that, Joan Cusack is phenomenal in that, and everybody should know Joan. I will, of course, be watching The Craft. Also, mm-hmm. it is um, my my fave. Yeah, I just yeah. feel like all of our episodes are just more homework for me. Oh, well, you, wait, like, hang on, you've not, you've seen, not the seen The Craft. We've had this before. We've done this already, and I've not. It's on. It's very high up on my to watch list. It really is. So what you're telling us, you haven't been doing your homework, basically. I've not. I, I'm sorry. My dog ate it. No, my cat peed on it. <laughs> your demon cat. My demon cat. Demon cat crawled my out of the helmet. Her hair on it. <laughs> I am um, also feel like I need to be really upfront just before we get further, and I have to like do an awkward confession. I've not seen Hocus Pocus. I've not seen, I know, what kind of witch am I? A, a fucking shite one. I know what that. childhood did you have? A uh, recent one. <laughs> no, that's not. <laughs> oh, little crotch fruit. Oh, little crotch fruit. <laughs> Misha's okay with oh. little crotch watch fruit listeners yeah, it's, okay. it's, a, it's a little in joke with us yeah. yeah yeah before you complain uh, yeah and, and it's all fine. the bullying yeah <laughs> she, she she picked oh, it like, <laughs> oh god no, but no on a right. serious note though 
Like, how have you not seen Hocus Pocus? Because I don't know how I missed it. I really like I rack my brains constantly. Every time I see a meme that I still enjoy because I still enjoy the meme content, I think, how have I actually not seen this movie? And I do think it's just because I think it's a mixture between my mum didn't watch it and my dad's Canadian. So I've got a different I mean I, that that's the only <laughs> that's the only reason I've got that like different heritage in it <laughs> I'm I think gonna start... focus was pretty big in um, Canada though I'm just gonna start using that as an excuse for everything if anybody's like want me to do something I don't want to do that I'm really sorry my dad's Canadian I, I, I can't do I that can't. I can't I just can't it didn't happen for me right <laughs> okay so you've not seen Hocus Pocus you've not oh. seen Blair Witch you've not seen The Craft Mm-mm. what else have you not seen Misha have you seen Adam's Family? Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Have you seen Beetlejuice? <gasps> oh, I should be vocalising this. I'm shaking my head. Solemnly. They keep coming. They I know. keep coming. Why, why are you on this podcast? It should just be me yeah, talking never to mind myself. Because me. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be here and I want to do this homework. I really do. I promise I'll do better for next Halloween. You've got... Wait, how many days have you got? Where are we? Are She's we got the... plenty. Well, well you've, yeah, you've got, got plenty of time. You've got a week to get all Nine of this days. done. What else are you doing I'm in this global pandemic? Going for a week off off grid. Great. Right, Download well, them and watch them. Okay. I promise. Holidays I'll... are great times to watch movies. I solemnly swear. You're in trouble. Nice. That was a nice wee link. So I'm hoping that you have at least seen um Harry Potter, although you know Harry Potter is in. I mean, that was my generation, wasn't it? I mean, I'm I'm disappointed in it now, and I don't think I could watch it again. So this is an interesting topic. Are we disappointed in it? We disappointed because this is I have this conversation all the time about artists when things come out about them. Can I differentiate the art from the person? So, and there's certain people that I just can't. So, like, I can't play Michael Jackson anymore. Can't yeah. do it. I think that a lot of the cast have come out and, like, stood against J.K. Rowling, um, which I appreciate. But ultimately, when I, like, every time I've gone to watch it or when my sister was listening to the audiobooks over summer, when I was listening to it, all I could think was... Every play, every watch, every thought is giving energy to her and she is a fucking bitch. A fucking turf cow. Okay, how do you really feel, Misha? Um, <laughs> I won't have it. I won't I know, have that's, it. You're, you're, you're absolutely right. That's the correct side of the fence to be on. However, I kind of disagree in terms of being able to consume Harry Potter because I think once you put something out into the world like that it becomes the property of the people who disappear into the world of it and I think it's you can't tell a generation of young misfits including queer and trans kids who for whom Harry Potter was a huge source of escapism and support and and uh, care that they can't like it anymore that it's not for them anymore I think it's always been for the people who consume it and make it their own it's not jk rowling's anymore it hasn't been jk rowling's for a really long time so i think you can still consume harry potter and love it for what it gave you and for what it means to you just try not to give her any more money if you can avoid it it's my it's my thinking on it yeah i agree Um, i don't really believe in cancel culture either i think that it's it can be um a kind of like interesting balance but i at the moment for me it feels too um raw I will probably eventually be able to go back and watch it and appreciate it and like remember like the the benefit that it had to my childhood but for now I ain't up for it and that's totally fair I think that's to say that everyone should cancel it I think that's what I need to I think it's I just I think it would be it's not possible to cancel Harry Potter it's bigger than JK Rowling it's it's not hers anymore I really I really do believe that I think once you give it something that you've created out to the world it's there to be consumed and interpreted by other people at that point. And um, yeah, she may have created it, but it's it's in so many ways the domain of the people for whom it serves, I think. Does that make sense? I don't know. 
there's always the the endless amounts of uh, Drarry. That's Harry and Draco fan fiction. <laughs> that's blurring the gender lines all over the place, and there's plenty of that to enjoy. So you know, maybe I need to get into that because that sounds kind of cool. Not that I not that I know <laughs> about that in any great detail or could point you to. You know, I actually like. <laughs> Fan fiction is something that kind of bypassed me that I'm kind of, I'm really interested in the whole thing of it. <clears throat> is that so? Um, That's a good thing we've got an expert in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I did not consent to that information <laughs> being presented. Fan fiction, okay, fan fiction did not pass me by. Uh, no, it very much did not pass me by. And I think that's probably one of the reasons why I feel kind of the way I do about the JK Rowling and, and the separation from her and her views from the thing that she created. Oh, I hate oh, when we get She just froze on that bit. She always gets kicked out of Zoom. She, uh, oh, Lulu. Okay, so we'll come back to fan fiction when we get Lou back in the room. Um, Misha, what else have you not watched? Um, she well, just I... texts the chat and says, I got the boot. <laughs> so, time. listeners, Louise is having an absolute nightmare with the Zoom at the moment. It keeps chucking her out. Um Every episode, every, every like everything that we're doing. So hopefully, um, every coffee morning, uh, hopefully she'll be back with us in a it's second. Probably because she's too busy, like always having Zoom meetings. So Zoom's probably like, nay, you need to stop hanging out on Zoom. Like we're gonna kick you out so you can go have a real life." And she's like, exactly. "No, no, it's my work, please." Exactly. This, no, this is my social life. This is my social life. I'm I'm dressed up and drinking wine and chatting to my pals. Um, yeah. So. I have, yeah. been, I have been watching Buffy for the first time. Basically, your whole chat, babes. We lost oh. your whole chat. <laughs> oh, well. We well, got fan fiction. It didn't pass you by. Okay. Damn it. I so mean, people that, still know I wrote fan fiction. The purpose was then. that you were <laughs> hoping that we'd just have changed the subject. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we yeah, don't need to really talk about fan but, fiction. Okay. We can really move on and get back no, to Misha no, no. not having watched anything. <laughs> She just pretends this has all been a really elaborate plan to pretend like her Zoom kicks her out. And actually she's like, I don't really want to be in this conversation. So I'm just going to, uh. oh no, my Zoom booted me out. Great act. It's really, it's, it's very useful. Uh, um, no, I, yeah, no, I had nothing particular to uh, elaborate on other than I did write fan fiction when I was younger and it was a brilliant form of escapism and creativity for me. And uh you know, some of our biggest franchises come from fan fiction. That's where Twilight came from. Um, and I think that the one point I made that might have been somewhat useful is I think that that's why I feel the way I feel about separating J.K. Rowling and the content that she created, because because there's so much of it that gift. It was just such a gift for so many people, and and it become it's become something more now. Um, and uh, I just feel hard. I, do you know? I feel hard broken for the people that like young people for whom it's so important like that that's yeah. their world that's their fan fiction and that's their thing and I think she's yeah that's that's the real like I mean there's so much that's devastating about it but that and that's definitely one of them it must be such a particularly if you were a young queer kid for whom Harry Potter yeah. was everything what, yeah. a, what a fucking kick in the stomach that absolutely this must be. um so yeah I mean that yeah. is a win you're right Michelle, fucker heart. I'm just it's really, a wind to the heart. It, it totally really is. is a it's a heart. heart. It, it would be a heartbreak. It would be a proper heartbreak. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like you know when you find out that like one of your heroes is actually a dick. Yeah, yeah, it's real. Somebody that you really admire in your life is actually a bit of an asshole. Mm-hmm. Actually, she's not a bit. She's a massive fucking asshole. I know. I cut straight to the chase, but you were far more eloquent about why <laughs> I feel so strongly. So thank you for defending my point of view. <laughs> I feel better knowing that it's been explained. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's it. I think um, uh, that's exactly it. And I, I've seen a lot of like uh, memes and, and and queer TikToks and stuff like that, where the sort of the trans community and the non-binary community who are avid Harry Potter fi- fans are 
are not giving up Harry Potter. It's almost like a sort of like, no, no, you don't get to take this from us. Mm. This is ours. And it's, if you don't understand why it was important to us, you were never an ally to begin with. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. It's about interpretation of the material. And it, it's, yeah, like I say, it's become bigger than her. But anyway, let's not waste fucking podcasting. Well, we're talking now, which Lou, you're going to be over the moon, that Misha has just started watching Buffy. Lou knows this because I've been like every like good episode I compare notes with Lou and I've not listened to the Buffy podcast yet but I am like very excited to get into that um but yeah everyone else seems to have like watched Buffy and Angel multiple times but I feel very privileged that this is my first time watching it and I'm having the full immersive experience of being able to watch it and also the fact that all of that fashion is now back around I'm ready to get the bangs I'm ready to like wear all of that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, baby bangs but the season two Buffy baby bangs yeah I think I, mean, I, I keep looking at them and thinking I have got multiple cow's licks but <laughs> I think I'm gonna fucking do it <laughs> do I people think... in other countries know what a cow's lick is or is that a really Scottish thing and do we need to yeah no, I think she's not that, literally. Think, for those of you who are unsure, she doesn't literally have a cow licking her head. It's say uh, the way but you it does look those. almost as if because I've got these wee shitey like flicks of hair that don't ever sit how you want. So basically, anyone with a cow's lick didn't get a fringe because it does not work. So I end up with like multiple splits if I get a fringe. But here I go, Buffy me baby. <laughs> and I also think Buffy's. Uh, a big champion for the mini skirt and knee high boot combo, ideally with an animal print of some kind in there. Yeah, I'm here for that. Definitely think that should come back. Um, I mean, I my thighs her. aren't, but yeah. I love <laughs> how she kicks ass in little boots. Like every time, like you see a shot because they always give her like foot shots because the costume mm-hmm. women were obviously like I, that was really sexist. Presuming that the costume team were women, the costume are yeah. Fucking check yourself, Misha. Fuck's oh, sake. Sorry, to be fair, <laughs> but it's it's amazing. Costume. So it pro- they probably were women because it is incredible. So therefore, you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, but they always do a foot shot And I do think it's because they've always got badass boots That they're yep. like, can you make sure we get a shot with that? Can you just Buffy about that? is fighting the powers of evil In stylish yet affordable boots At all times I live for that So I'm going to set the cat amongst the pigeons Oh, here we go I only watched Buffy till series 3 And bowed out after that You're really That's lucky okay. that Lou's pouring another glass of wine right now I know no, no, like, no, this is you just give me a fucking minute, bitch. This is all right. This is common. This happens a lot. Uh when did you start? Was it was it at the time or was this later? At the, the time. Oh, at the, at time. the time. I watched okay. it at the time. Fair enough. I mean because I'm heard, that old. Well <laughs> no, so did I. I watched it at the time as well. Uh I think it either grabs you or it doesn't. And um I think if you if it didn't grab you, then you're probably never gonna be a buffy yeah. convert, and that's totally fine. Not everybody I, I appreciate everything about it I always have done And I really I remember loving series one Loads Liking See, That's really series. interesting It's interesting to me That you like Sabrina And you didn't like Buffy So it's interesting How your taste must have changed Between then and now Because I'm watching Buffy And I'm like Oh this feels quite like What Sabrina was like the um, new one or the old one? Because I also I also was a big fan of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah, you know, so I watched you, that. If, literally, if you were a child or a teenager in the 90s, who wasn't? Yeah, give me one point. I did watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch. But the new Sabrina, um, I do, like, I can really see similarities. Like, I loved series one. I really enjoyed series two. And I don't know what happened series three. I'll tell you why I think it's interesting that you say that. It's because most people, it's season one that they struggle with because it's so, it's kind of shonky and it's cheesy and really hard to get into. But I was, um, the, I was their prime target though. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. That is interesting. I and wonder the, what that is. The cheese I love. I love the cheese. I think you should go back and try again. I th- I think Maybe. I don't think it is just if you didn't like it the first time you'll never like it. I think you might like it now because I think that maybe it was the timing that you were like, oh, I'm too cool for this, or maybe you got busy. 
maybe stuff maybe she went got on. busy you know because i mean that season three what target audience year after target audience <laughs> and two years i mean i'm sorry um, my I diary you what, looks very full i was <laughs> not very full i was not busy I was not busy throughout. Busy writing fan fiction. I was writing fan fiction, fiction. so that tells you how not busy I was at that age. I was probably out and about, and I was not in my best life. Probably drinking somewhere. So, um, Lou, I just want to squeeze little sixteen-year-old you. (laughs) Nobody did, so you'd be the first. God, what would it have been like if we were all 16 at the same time? I wouldn't all be friends with you guys. I wouldn't be cool enough to be friends with you guys. I don't oh, think... fuck off. No, I'm, I'm serious. I, think oh, go off. I loved everyone. Well, yeah, you're probably... I didn't have, a, I didn't have like a, a friend group because I just like schmoozed around everybody. You were the butterfly. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. so. In my eyes, I was. Maybe people would be like, absolutely not. You were a fucking... Well, this is the thing. I'm terrified to say anything because I'm like, somebody is going to be like, no... I'm happy to be called out. I would, I would like take a call out and be like, "All right, okay." I just presumed I was a butterfly, but I guess not. I guess I was a slug. Oh God! A butterfly. Um. um, While we're on the subject of, I was just having a little check there on times. I was busy at season (laughs) three. Did you do? Did you do a wee time check? I did a wee time check. Yeah, yeah. Is that college? I was living my best. Just moved away from home life. So what year was that? So season three would have been two thousand. Okay, yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I was still. I was still in school. Oh no, yeah. I was out and about. And about. Um, I was starting to get busy about that time as well. Uh, I was starting primary school. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Can we pause for two seconds so I can get more gin? Absolutely. Mine evaporated. It's very hot in here. <laughs> she just brought the bottle back. I love it. That's smart. Well, I didn't want. Um, to I am going to have to go and top up my wine soon as well. I am enjoying that Lou and I's lipstick is the same shade as our dark, dark mm-hmm. wine. So it's. Um, I mean, I brought mine with me so I could top up if needed. Gorge. I mean, that was the lipstick I'm talking about, by the way, not the bottle, which I also brought with me, actually. <laughs> um, okay, so Buffy, uh, any other uh, suggestions? Wait, sorry. Can I just please say, this is a glass of gin. I know, I'm a wee bit worried about your crotch fruit, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <sighs> I'm um, not, because she's she's with our mummy, she'll be fine. She'll be fine. Um, before just we move on from Buffy... Big drink of water before you go to bed. Yes. Two paracetamol, big drink of water, you'll be grand. Dehydrated. Uh, listen to your auntie. <laughs> listen to your elders. Oh, listen. Um, so my, uh, I, I got told a story tonight. I went out for, went over to my grandparents for dinner, and my mum said, "Oh, I never even told you. I saw Maeve down the street the other day, and she said, "Oh, I saw your uh, sister the other day. I did. I saw your sister down this down the street with your with your father. She was taking him out for lunch. She has long dark hair." It was fucking me. I took my granddad for lunch. And I'm not my mother's sister. <laughs> it's just the hair she saw, babe. That's all. Yeah. No, but that does make me feel slightly better um, about so you generally right now. <laughs> I feel like I should just add in, uh, while I'm on the, t- the topic of like being down here with my family and having to visit my grandparents, I did take my granddad out for lunch the other day. And then I went back and like made my grandma a cup of tea and was like sat chatting to her. She goes, oh, Kamisha, so how are you and Anya doing back in Bigger? I'm sorry you've had to come down. I'm sorry you're not still in Glasgow. Are you doing okay? Are you getting any sex? Oh. (laughs) And I was like, oh, um, no, grandma. I mean, we're just sitting tight. It's slim pickings around here. And she was like, yes, I did wonder what you and Anya did when you were down here. I mean, Granny does understand that uh, casual sex during a pandemic is generally not advised, right? Right, and I was like, I didn't know which bit to be more concerned about. Which bit do you address first? (laughs) 
but I just went with it. I just was so like nonchalant. Yeah, yeah, grandma, slim pickings. We just, we're just going to sit tight till we get back to Glasgow. Don't worry about us. We'll be fine. And then the minute we hit Glasgow, it's fucking, you know, <laughs> I came on the sidewalk. I'm, I mean, yes, okay. grandma. Yes, grandma. Yeah. And then it took me a few days to remember that she'd said that and report back. Because you'd blocked it. <laughs> I was horrified, but also proud. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You, yeah. Your grand sounds great. Like, we should My get her dad. on the podcast. Like, sounds like an icon. We've said this. We've said this. We need to get me and Elaine's grandmothers on the podcast. And we mine, need would be a very di- mine would be a very different um, podcast. <laughs> I would not be swearing. Oh, really? Oh, oh God, no. My sister's really bad in front of my grandparents. She oh my god, no! That would change the tone entirely if you weren't. Swearing. I know, right? Like, just no. I couldn't. Yeah. Actually, this is what I want. So we've talked about TV programs, films. Is there any that you would suggest to people to watch? That those people that love getting the shit scared out of them. What should they watch? So I have thoughts on this because there's like, I quite like, I love horror in all its forms. I'm a big fan of 80s schlocky horror, which I'm sure we'll come on to um, in a bit. Um, uh, and I like to, I like to be scared when I'm like, like jump sort of jump scare, laugh, like enjoyably scared. But then there's a difference between that, I think. And then like, I'm not going to sleep for weeks. That genuinely disturbed me. Yeah. And, uh, I suppose like films out well The Exorcist did that to me The Exorcist is to me still one of the most chilling disturbing films ever made um and I will watch it repeatedly I once watched it twice in on Christmas Eve like twice in a row I don't know what that was about um again something was wrong with me when I was younger (laughs) I think this is the reason I had no friends um (laughs) I would definitely have been your friend. You sound cool as fuck. No, Misha, that's incorrect. That's not cool as fuck. That's that's what the weird person that you tell your children not to be pals with. No. Anyway. Um, I was out getting drunk on Christmas Eve, so definitely, yeah. no. I was preparing anyway. for a church, sat, like a church like in the morning. That I just want to say, actually, before I go any further, I did have friends in high school because some of them might be listening to this. Um, I just said that for slightly comic effect. I've not completely forgotten that you were my mates. Uh, and thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for like, Yeah, deeply and sincerely from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, hereditary is one I was talking to a friend about recently that really messed me Spoiler alert. I that, watched that. And yeah. that was one. I'm glad you said it because I'd forgotten all of the films that I watched. But Hereditary was one. I, do you know, I loved the whole effect of the light oh. in Hereditary. It was like, I've never seen anything like that. And it's so fucking like interesting. And I've never seen it before in any other scary movie, but I loved it. And I also, exactly as you're saying, it fucked me up because I thought that is what would happen. Um, but I thought that that was a really cool effect anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's a great movie. It's a, it, like, it's a really brilliant movie, but, and Toni Collette in it is unbelievable. Like, oh she's... Oh my God, haunting. Haunting. I mean, she is fucking brilliant, though. Yeah, I mean, she really is. And it's like, it's kind of the only horror movie I've seen, or a movie with, that would be classed in that genre that I saw a performance and I was like, that's kind of Oscar-worthy. Like, she is turning it in. It's amazing. Agreed. Which makes it all the more terrifying because it's like, should oh, I watch it? Feel? Oh, I don't know, Elaine. No. I don't know. I would say no. I would say no. <laughs> it was quite, like I found it quite disturbing for a few nights. Like it did freak me out, and I usually am completely. Yeah. If I, I watched was like, it during the day. Mm, no. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's not really about like boo fright. It's, it is really like quite a disturbing film. It's really it's intensely fun. disturbing. Okay, I won't there be was, watching it then. There was a but couple of like, it it's great. It, it is great, but there was a couple of moments where I was like, ah, 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 like properly, like what? Help! Like turn it off. Like, it like okay, I, I mean, I'm not going to watch it if that's yeah, what I would your watch reaction it. was. Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, me too. But then you know, it's all relative, like. 
that scared the shit out of me. But I'm sure there are people who would be like, no, nah, that was a bit, what the fuck was going on there? That was a bit mad. Because it is a bit mad. It's mad. Um, but yeah, I think there's just some of the stuff they do in it. Like, you're not going to watch it, right, Elaine? No. And we've already established that there's... It. Yeah, and we've already established there's I mean, spoilers. You, like, do we want to give away big spoilers, though, I think is the thing. I think maybe we just want to kind of go... If you haven't seen it and you're a horror fan, watch. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't seen it and you're a shitbag, <laughs> scary <laughs> shitbag like me, don't watch. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's stuff that happens when, when she basically loses it towards the end there's stuff that happens that's just okay so i have watched a few horror movies though what have you watched this is interesting classic good one yeah right Mm -hmm. um i have watched the candy man also a classic bit long candy man bit long didn't sleep for three weeks (laughs) <laughs> wow well basically I would also like to preface this with the fact that I was 12 oh okay right you probably shouldn't have been watching that I shouldn't have been watching it I was at my friend Nikki's house and she had a beautiful fireplace in her living room and we were watching um the Candyman, and when he appeared something fell down the chimney and the flames shot up through the fucking chimney so I shat myself um, Nikki, if you're listening, I don't know if you remember this, but I was scarred. So I would like, because I'm going to share a similar story, but it's just occurred to me, I bet there are so many examples of this, like seeing horror movies at a friend's house when you're a kid or a teenager and either something happens by accident or some older brother or somebody does something to scare the shit out of you because... I, I don't know if our, our listeners have any stories about that that they'd like to share, but I'd really like to hear them. Yes. Mine was Blair Witch. Oh, no, I had two. I've got The Shining and The Blair Witch. Uh, we were having a sleepover at my friend Jade's house and we watched The Blair Witch and we did the whole thing. We had, we had a seance and did that whole, you know, Ouija board number. And then we watched uh, Blair Witch. My friend Jade had a really young aunt, like an aunt who was like 19 or 20. And she was coming home from a night out and she knew that we were there and she thought, brilliant, this is a great opportunity to like run around the house and knock on all the windows and like just generally cause havoc. And we, I'm surprised nobody actually literally pissed themselves because we all went fucking mental, like cats up a curtain. We were just like, it's the Blair Witch! <sighs> it was, uh, yeah. And then yeah. The Shining, this was another sleepover at my friend Dawn's house and uh this one's actually just really sad. I, I was a bit of a shite bag. I couldn't watch horror growing up, actually. And they all wanted to put on The Shining and I didn't want to watch it, but I was overruled. So I went into the kitchen and had a cup of tea with her mum. <laughs> and they all watched oh, The Shining. Oh, oh Lou. <laughs> I, I honestly, please you. I read The Shining and oh. I really really liked it and to the point where actually when I saw the movie it wasn't as scary I found the book far more frightening and really like oh I loved it I loved the book I love the book too controversial opinion uh I think The Shining the movie is shite yeah I didn't like it at all I was really mad about it I was really mad because the book had been so good so I've only seen it and I saw it when I was 16 remembering my reaction to Blair Witch and everything so it didn't go well so you know (laughs) um I did however watch the documentary about it which Mm. is really interesting and the kind of Stanley Kubrick was a fucking dickhead um absolute asshole yes Uh, we could probably have a whole separate podcast talking about the way Shelley Duvall was treated on that movie oh my god yeah yeah um but i also saw scream obviously because i am that generation cinema and everything and i would like to say to my friend john and my friend robert and basically uh, robert and i moved into john's house I was in the pull-out bed in the living room, which had patio doors at the end of it. It was like, I don't know, half one in the morning, and I start hearing noises. And I'm like, oh, shit, 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 shit. I get up, can't see anything. 
start going around the house. I'm like, John, John. Robert's upstairs, John's in the bedroom down the stairs. I'm like, guys, I can hear noises. I can totally hear noises. Nothing. I go into John's bedroom. His bedroom window is wide open. There is no sign of John. I'm like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. I mean, it is literally every fucking horror, you know, and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, don't go out the front door. What the fuck? If you go out the front door, you're screwed. And so I go back into the living room and I look up and John's standing at the patio door with the fucking scream mask on. And I myself, absolutely screaming, bloody murder, the whole thing. And uh, yeah, him and Robert thought it was fucking hilarious. Um, yeah. Oh my I think God. That's I mean, that it is. is and I did laugh. This is the thing, though. At least I, I can say, like, I screamed and I got a fright and all that. But I certainly didn't stop talking to them. I just kind of then laughed at myself for being such a scaredy cat. Because I think if you are if you are a person like me that gets totally taken in by it all, you need to be able to laugh at yourself. Otherwise, you're never fucking getting out of that house. So. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> I love the Scream movies. The first one in particular, I think. Oh, the is, first one is genius. A, it's a perfect movie. It's a perfect movie. It's so good. Kevin Williamson's script is phenomenal. Everyone in it is just incredible. Uh, yeah, I love it. I could watch it again and again and again. I think it's the perfect Halloween movie as well, especially if you're maybe a wee bit nervous uh, or, you know, not too into horror. I think it's the kind of movie that you can... Um, it, it walks can, the fine line between comedy and horror really, really well. Exactly, really yeah, well. totally. And on that note, I'm going to top up my wine continue on i'm going to ask misha if she's seen scream because she's sitting there like like it like it as fuck i don't think i have i'm trying to like i think when you say scream i think of scary movie oh (laughs) i've seen all the scary movies i'm sorry i'm back what the actual fuck (laughs) i know guys i this is just chronic misha i don't know what i've done with my life but it has certainly not been watching all the cult movies I really fucking should have been. I, I don't know where my time went other than being a wee yeah. bag muffin. I think you've lived your life. It's just that your life started relatively recently. <laughs> this, is, this is why I feel for your generation a little bit because all the really good stuff was made before. Like the fact that your generation had scary movie, which is a spoof of what our generation had, and that's a that's a cry and shame. And I think, uh, but also this is all good. This is all a good thing because what this means is that you have got all of this to go and watch. I've still got and it to look forward to. And I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. I want you to save some of it for when we can all be in the room together again, so we can watch it together. Because that would be lovely. Distance screening of something. We could. We could we do could, a socially distanced screening of something. We could do like a Christmas. Like we could book us a, a screen. Christmas? Up. We're talking oh, about Halloween. Sorry, I said Christmas because I was thinking of our persistent nasty Christmas parties, and then I remembered that I wanted to watch a har- like she's, a she's, harrowing Halloween movie with you. She's just jumped a whole season ahead, and while you were away, like when I just no, I was like, Christmas. we're on Christmas. What the fuck did I miss? I mean, I know we want twenty twenty to end, guys, but you know. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> so yeah, Misha hasn't watched Scream for fuck's sake Oh sorry uh, What I was going to bring into the conversation Was have you seen Purge Or the Purge movies No I haven't actually And no So <laughs> I I mean this is a kind of like It's a slight segue And it's like classic <clears throat> Misha bringing it back um, You'll see what, what I'm bringing it back to mm-hmm. Basically I Bring went Back to you Sorry that's a very 90s reference <laughs> Which I danced to, but didn't get. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not kidding. Uh, that's a badge. Sorry, that's another badge, which I danced to, too, but, didn't get. but I didn't get. <laughs> I went to see The Purge in the cinema with um, my first boyfriend. And I cried the whole way through it because I was so upset that people could be so cruel and unkind and unlike caring for each other. And... I'm bringing it back to the fact that I was always so like hopeful of humanity and the Purge movies really like I didn't like they were scary and they were like great films but 
conceptually, I just found it so devastating that I wouldn't watch anymore because I just was so upset by them. Oh, Sunflower. That's <laughs> oh, really sweet. Oh. It's a really sweet reason to be upset by those movies. I haven't watched them. I don't know why, actually. Would recommend. And to, no, to be honest, I would recommend because they are actually really good movies, but... I, I genuinely have no idea why I haven't watched them because I will watch a powerful amount of shite. Like, I'll watch some real trash. So it's not like I've gone... I've not made, like, some kind of, like wanky decision to avoid them I just I don't I don't know why I've not watched them I think this because there's so many of them now so I'm actually a bit lost I don't know where to come is that in. the one with the doll what's the one with the doll <laughs> no. that's Annabelle. Annabelle Annabelle right okay which is also part of a franchise I think yeah uh uh-huh. there seems to be quite a few of them right yeah not and watching I think that I, either I think I watched the first one of that no maybe I didn't I watched something last night because I'm trying to do this 30 this 31 days of horror thing and I watched Insidious last night we watched now, that that was another you, one of the ones we watched what did you think wait remind me because it might not have been Insidious that I watched was it Insidious the one where they were it was the family in the house <laughs> yeah there was a family in a house yeah but that might not narrow it down I mean how many horror <laughs> movies do you want to start with there's a family in the house <laughs> I'm trying not to spoil it. Is it the one where it's like the family moved to this house and the house is haunted and then they have to bring the like the the witch hunter, like the the people who like are always they've got like Annabelle in a basement of like they're collecting. I think you've just smashed together like five movies there. Yeah, I know, because that's what it felt like. The movie that I watched was a smash of a a bunch of movies. Yes, it did feel like a smash of five movies. But I should have had Annie on this podcast. She would remember all the films we watched. Here's the thing. The reason I watched it was I read this article online um, about the top 10 scariest movies as decided by a bunch of scientists who got together and decided they went through IMDb and Reddit and and all the sort of online movie um, magazines uh, to ascertain what are the 100 best horror movies and then whittled those down through some scientific process to to a top 10 and then got a bunch of people in uh, to watch them and measure their reactions, like their heart rate and how they respond to the movie. And then through that data, decided which ones were the scariest. And um, it's a right, it's a really random selection, which I think is really funny. But Insidious was at the top. So that's why I decided to watch it. Uh, and I thought it was a fucking total shanner. So that's so <laughs> I wasn't funny scared at all. Now I remember... I, me and Anya started watching Insidious and it was so shit and I found the actresses acting so bad that I was like, can we just turn this off and watch something else because I'm really pissed that, off with this. The it lovely Rose great. Byrne, because the lovely yeah. Rose Byrne is in it. And She's I like great. It. I really great. liked her and I love what she usually is in, but I just found it so crap that I was like I can't keep watching this was that the script was it the editing like that's the thing as well like I was going to say like let's at some point talk about women in horror and how that plays out yes and like tonight is all about the spook all about the spook um do you know what I find fascinating and my sister is the same we've both been obsessed by witches and magic since we were little like properly obsessed by it um any stories about witches uh like I really love Scottish folk stories about witches. You know, uh, growing up in Ayrshire, Tam O'Shanter is a really big fucking deal. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, all of that. Mm-hmm. Again, let's talk about that in a minute. Um, but the scaring aspect of it, that whole, like, the ho- proper horror of it, I-, I can't, I don't know why, I just can't get past it. Like, I would happily have watched... Charmed, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Buffy, all of that. And now, like, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I did try and watch um, The Haunting of Bly Manor. Mm. Do not Fuck me. get me started on that. I saw your post on it, Louise, and I was so close to watching it, and I saw your post, and I thought, I'm not wasting my fucking time. So, Awful. have you guys watched The Others? Is that the one with... Nicole Kidman. Kidman. Yes. Is that the one that comes from Turning of the Screw? Or- so that's a bit, so does, but that's what Blind Manor is. It's yeah, the Turning of the Screw, but a Turning different the one. Screw. The BBC actually did a brilliant version of Turning of the Screw 
oh, about 10 years ago with Michelle Dockery mm-hmm. um, and Sue Johnson. Mm-hmm. It's a really good version of it. That's scary as fuck. Yeah, it's and it's a like the original story is yeah, it's all in the head. Yeah, exactly, yeah. totally. Elaine's pointing. People to can't her head. see that. <laughs> Forget we're on the podcast. I'm pointing at my noggin, guys. Pointing yeah, because turn of the screw is that's all. That's the whole deal. It's like, is it all in the au pair's head or not? Yeah, like it's all about ambiguity, and that's what make that's what makes it and made it so friggin' brilliant. Bly Manor is a is a hot mess. It's a hot, hot mess, which was really disappointing for most horror fans because the introduction to Mike Flanagan, uh, right in a series anyway, him and uh, his wife, who's an actress, who's in a lot of his stuff, were writing a lot of horror movies, but Haunting of Hill House was the first series they did for Netflix. Yeah, Amazing. Scared the living shit out of me. Um, loved it. Lost its way a wee bit towards the end, but that's just me being a pedantic writer type. Um Broadly speaking, I loved it. Uh, and then I was like, yes, yeah, spooky times, spooky season, Bly Manor, let's do it. Wandering around in a nighty in an old house, let's do it. Yes. No. Disappointed. Disappointed. Oh, dear, dear, dear. Yeah, I also That's couldn't get it. past the a terrible attempt at a Scottish accent. Now, I don't have an issue if you want to hire an English actor or a Welsh actor or an American actor to do to play the part of a Scot. Just make sure they can do the accent because you might hire a Scot. For example, um, uh, there are lots of, I'm trying to think, like David Tennant will do an English accent and various things. Um, Martin Comston obviously does an English accent. Make sure it's good fucking accent though. Yeah. That is not a Scottish accent, mate. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah. yeah. That really fucking pissed me off. Yeah. I was like, because there's definitely, I mean, I could literally list about 10 guys on my hand right now that we all know that could have played that part that are Scottish. It was also, to me, it was like, okay, right, hang on. So the actor playing him is English. So I was like, okay, why is he Scottish? You've made a choice. Somebody's made a choice here because yeah. he could just use his own accent. It's set yeah. in England. Like there's no reason for him to be Scottish until it started to develop a little bit further. And then I was like, actually, I think there is a subtle reason why he's Scottish because there's it never gets played out because this is another example of why it was badly written. But they plant the seed that he has a really uh, turbulent and bad background, like where he has from, where he came from, made him the douchebag that he is in the show. And I was like, hang on, is that what you're implying here? That because he he comes from some rootless, all-encompassing Scottish background, that's made him the baddie. <laughs> and well, that's Scot- why he's Scottish. Um, it's, and it's there's something to do with... Because uh, the other implication for this character in Hill House was that his big motivation for being the bad guy was to rip off his employer because he's, he was really pissed off that his employer was rich and he was working for him and he'd never had anything and he was poor growing up and stuff like that. And it, it just kind of like, not overtly, but there was just like this subtle little like, so wait, mm. because is it, are you implying that, hang on, <laughs> that all the people north of the border are just, are just povos with a grudge on their shoulder? Like, I don't, I don't know. Anyway. I mean, I think they might be. Might be what they were implying. I'm not sure. I think, that is exactly <laughs> I think they might be. They are. That's, <laughs> That's exactly what we are. I mean, sum me up. I mean, I, I mean, I know I am, but I don't really need it like shoved yeah, in my face. Me on tele- yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Don't point it out to me on television. God. Don't embarrass me in front of my friends. <laughs> I've only just like, been pointing on Hell Fan fiction. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet. So, uh-huh. let, let, okay, so Women in horror Is that yeah. where we're going next? Yes Okay, I have a question On that subject And it's directed at Elaine in particular As someone who's not a big fan Generally of horror And I wanted to know What you thought Scream aside Because Scream kind of sits separately But what do you think of that genre That slasher, slasher film genre? It feels the perfect place to stop at 80s slasher movie. Just, just, you know, that moment of anticipation and you, well, I mean, 
Obviously, I don't because we know that I am a big scaredy cat. But you'll all know that who've watched it. Anyway, that's the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. As always, guys, if you can like, subscribe, review um, and share and download the episode, it really does make a difference to us. And make sure that you are subscribed to tune in for tomorrow's episode when we discuss women in horror films and ghosts and novels and things that we can't quite put our finger on. Sweet dreams, everyone. See you next